it's always great when we can expand um, and give more kids opportunities to share in our passion for music. November's birth flowers, the chrysanthemum. And we will be going to Tennessee with the wrestling team in early December. And we will be having our cheerleading competition in Kentucky in, I think, mid-January. Go broccoli or go home. Donuts for donuts. Take away Starting three, two, one. Here at OSSB, Mr. Grimm and all our graphic students are working on some very exciting things for the holidays. Ready? Ready. Stay low, keep your back straight, keep your head up. Welcome back to the OSSB podcast. Uh, thank you, Jenna. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning, Zach. Morning. And good morning, Michaela. Morning. Okay, guys. Well, it is the month of November, and it got cold outside for a while, didn't it? Yes. Man. Yeah. Freezing. I was not ready for 15 degrees in the morning. Were you guys? No. <laughs> but it not is not at all. It is my favorite week of my favorite holiday, uh, Thanksgiving. And luckily, it's going to warm up this week. Right? Yep. So I'll be deep frying turkeys again for Thanksgiving. Uh, Jenna, are you guys doing anything over your long weekend special or just hanging out? What's, what's going on with you guys? Um, actually, we're having a little family reunion in Toledo. Um, it's at my grandma's house, so right. we're gonna be spending time together. All right. Well, that puts you puts you really close to uh, Michigan, right? Because yeah, they they actually live right on the border of Michigan and Toledo. Okay. Well. Hope you guys have a great reunion this weekend. Uh, Zach, what are you guys doing? Um, I'm going to my aunt's house, and then we're having Thanksgiving at my house, and we're having turkey and pie. I love the pumpkin pie. It's so delicious. Yeah. It's so delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody likes their <laughs> treats. I do. Eats and treats on, on Thanksgiving, right? I can eat a whole bunch. I bet. All right. How, Michaela, how about you? What are your plans? Uh, my plans is on Thanksgiving, all my family are going to come over to my house and we're going to eat good food and then all my cousins are going to ride on my brother's hoverboard. Oh boy, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, you guys are hosting Thanksgiving. Yep. Very good. So, uh, Jenna, we got a couple of interviews that you did this month. You want to talk about those a little bit? Yeah. Um, I interviewed Miss Johnston again, this time about Pep Band. Mm -hmm. That was a good interview. And then I also interviewed Miss LaQuisha, one of the cheerleading coaches. I asked her about the cheerleading team this year and just about the season in general. Okay. Well, that's going to be exciting to uh, get information on both of those. Uh, pep band and cheerleading. Uh, as you know, marching band is wrapped up. We learned that last month. And you guys had your big pizza party the other day. And uh, if you haven't seen the story on WKYC out of Cleveland, 
about the OSSB marching bands, you need to check that out. We're going to put a link in the show notes so you can go and watch that. It's a very good story. Uh, uh, a lot of the band members, you, you'll hear from them. You'll hear from the marching assistants and from the music director herself, Miss Yolanda Johnson. So that is a must watch. Must watch. All right. We're also going to talk about wrestling because wrestling season has kicked off. Okay. And we may hear from Miss Callstrom about what happened. What would Miss Callstrom do this month once she head up for the school? The readathon. The readathon. And we as a school read over, does anybody remember how many minutes we read? Was it 47,000? 47,000 minutes of reading. And uh, the top three readers was our own Jenna Allo. Congratulations, Jenna. Thank you. Way to read it down. And Garrett Brammer was also uh, a top reader. And uh, J.C. Richards was our top three readers in an, uh, in the elementary class. I believe Miss Perano's class uh, did really well. So those guys will have a you guys will have a pizza party today, I think, in the library. So a lot of pizza parties going on around here, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, we also recorded. What, what else are we doing this month? Anybody remember the November? The November Facts, Michaela, you got it. Yeah, November Facts, OSSB style. So make sure you tune in for those. And I believe that's going to be about it uh, for this month. So we just wish everybody a safe, safe and healthy and restful break. And as we get into December, we're looking forward to bringing you more news and events and fun stuff at OSSB. So let's do a Go Panthers on three. Go Go Panthers! Panthers. All right. Now Jenna is going to talk to Miss Johnson about planning for the pet band this year. Hi, Miss Johnson. Hello. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast again this month. Thanks for letting me come back. We just have some questions about pep bands. Okay. Are we having any new members join the band for Pep Band? Yes, we've had three new members that want to join for Pep Band, possibly four. Oh, okay. That's good to have more people join the band. Yeah, it's always great when we can expand um, and give more kids opportunities to share in our passion for music. Can you tell me about the pep band trips we will be performing at this year? So we're working on getting our schedule um, solidified to perform at OSD for some of their basketball games. And then in March, we typically play for the Battle of Worthington. And then we'll have a few new sports this year. Um, Last year, we were going to play for um, some OSU teams. Uh, and we got rained out. So we're going to try and do some softball games and maybe a couple of other sports at OSU and possibly Capital Universities. Oh, awesome. I'm very excited. Um, you, as the pep band director or leader, what do you feel like you get out of pep band? Um, I think it's just a fun way 
for more kids to enjoy music. Some kids are hesitant because uh, marching band is such a rigorous group. We have lots of performances, and there are some kids who can't handle the physical um, part of marching. So pep band offers them a chance to be involved um, because it's more of a sit-down-and-play band. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you feel like the band's strengths are for pep band? And what do you think the band needs to improve on, if anything? Um, I think our strengths are just the camaraderie. Uh, I see everybody kind of coming together. Uh, older people who have been in bands are helping out the younger students and people who are new, making them feel confident and making them feel welcome. Um, so that's definitely one of our big strengths. Things we need to work on is just finding time, more time to uh, practice music together. Um, this year we're doing something a little different. We are, during some of our uh, pep band rehearsals, we're going to be introducing jazz. So it'll be part pep band, part jazz band, which will open up a lot more opportunities for the students meaning more performance opportunities um, and more opportunities to learn about different genres of music. Yeah, I heard you talking about that, and that makes me very excited to, like, try something new. I don't think we've ever done jazz, right? No, not not as an official group. Yeah, so that will be very exciting. Do you think that there is anything different or special about pep band compared to marching band and concert band? Um, one, I would say maybe difference versus specialness is the fact that we get to spend so much more time on just music making. Uh, marching band, you have to uh, spend a lot of time on the actual marching. And so pep band is a little bit more relaxed and you get more time to delve deeper into the music and make things sound better and um, you get to learn a lot more songs. Yeah, that's so true. I agree. Do you set goals for the band or do you think the members in band set like personal goals for themselves? I think it's kind of a mixture of both. It depends on the students, of course. Um, if you have students who are very confident and very um, active in their playing, then they tend to set their own goals for themselves. I will generally set a daily goal of this is what I want to accomplish during each rehearsal. And then um, overall for the year, I'll have a separate set of goals of this is maybe the level of song I want us to accomplish by this time, or this is the grade of music that I want us to play by the end of spring. Yeah, that makes sense. I know I tend to set, like, personal goals for myself as well. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Johnson, for answering some more questions for us. Thanks for having me. And if you want to hear more about the OSSB Marching Panthers, check out the story that WKYC did in earlier this month, and you can find a link for that in the show notes. Now it's time for our November Facts OSSB style. Thanksgiving's on November 24th. Well, thank you, Zach. That's one of my favorite holidays because I'm all about the eating, right? Uh, being 
thankful for stuff too, but <laughs> thankful for eating. <laughs> and uh, Donut Appreciation Day is on November 5th. So if you're really into donuts. November used to be the ninth month instead of the 11th month. It was like that in the Roman calendar. November's birth flower is the chrysanthemum. Oh, thanks, Trayvon. All right. The astrology zodiac signs for November are the Scorpio and the Sagittarius. November 13th is World Kindness Day. Excellent, Zach. Thank you. All right, Trayvon. National no- Fickle Day is on November 15th. All right, Jenna, we're back to you. November is in the fall season for the Northern Hemisphere, but is in the spring season for the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, I think I need to move to the Southern Hemisphere in November (laughs) and then move back here in April. And our last fact for this month, in November, OSSB goalball season wraps up and our wrestling and cheerleading seasons begin. And those are your November facts, folks. OSSB style. Next, Jenna is going to talk to Miss Laquisha about what's happening in cheerleading. Good afternoon, Miss Laquisha. Good afternoon. Thank you for taking the time to come. We just wanted to ask you about the cheerleading team and season this year. Thank you for having me here. So this season, the cheerleaders are working on some new routines and learning some new cheer chants. And we will be going to Tennessee with the wrestling team in early December. And we will be having our cheerleading competition in Kentucky in, I think, mid-January. Okay. Who's on the cheerleading team this year? Um, This year we have Kennedy, Brianna Rivera, Stacia, Hope Williams, Michaela, Kenny, Brandon, Shayla, and Savannah. Okay. That's a nice big team. It is. It is. We're excited. Is there, like, a theme this year? So, this year, we're just kind of going off the theme that we, uh, the staff gets in the beginning of the year from our superintendent. So, our theme is kind of like, uh, like, like the gratitude wall or why. So, that means, like, why are we, why do we do what we do? So, for instance, my why is my family and the students here at OSSB. That's why I get up and do the things that I do every day. Okay, I really like that. Thank you. What do your practices usually look like? So uh, right now, we have not chosen our varsity team at the moment, which we will do at the end of this week. Um, so what we're doing now, we're kind of going over routines, going over mat cheers, Trying to go over placement, like where to place the cheerleaders. It's those kind of things. Okay. Do cheerleaders usually set personal goals or goals for the team? Sometimes we do, yeah. There's 
uh, several cheerleaders that are trying to learn different things at the moment. Like, I guess, like some of them, this is their first time cheering. So they're trying to uh, get down all the movements and everything. So some of them do have a goal as to um, them just, just getting better at what they do. Yeah, that makes sense. I know I always like to set personal goals too, like for my other sports team. Oh yeah, absolutely. And for me, this is this is a little different because I'm more of a shy person. Uh, so for <laughs> me to actually get in there and learn the routines the same as the cheerleaders is big for me. So what got you interested in being a cheerleading coach? Actually, when uh, when I was younger in middle school, I did cheerleading. I was a cheerleader. But I guess, I don't know, as I got older, I kind of somehow became more shy, I guess. <laughs> and um, I think I kind of just wanted to get out of my shell a little bit and also help some of the students do the same. Yeah, makes sense. As a coach, what do you feel like you get out of being the cheerleading coach? Um, I feel like I get just a good feeling knowing that I'm helping out the student and also just a sense of me kind of stepping up in a way, I guess. Okay. And lastly, what are some of the strengths of the cheerleading team overall? And what are some of the areas where you guys could get better? If any. So some of the strengths, I believe what I've seen um, thus far is the teamwork that squad has. Like Kennedy, for instance, she is returning from last year varsity squad and she has been doing such a wonderful job helping out all the other cheerleaders when it comes to learning the moves for the routine or mat cheers just kind of taking a uh, captain role, which actually she she is the captain. We voted her captain of the squad. So I would say just the teamwork that we have. Weaknesses, I would say, I really wouldn't say that they're weaknesses. I would just say that, um, you know, the more we practice together as a squad, the better we'll get. Yeah. Well, that's great that they're working together as a team. That's always the most important thing. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share about the cheerleading season? I just would like to say that um, every single person on the cheerleading squad is a very valuable member of the team. Um, we could not do any of our cheers or anything without the teamwork that they um, display. And they all are very important members. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Miss Lucretia, for doing another interview with us. Our podcast listeners are going to be so happy to hear about how well the cheerleading team is doing. Thank you for the interview. Up next, we have breaking news about our mock election that was held in November. And it was for which snack would you like to have for a Monday pick-me-up snack. So I have an email here from Miss Trock, And it says, 
breaking news from the desk of Trot and Robinson. Well, it was a tight competition and emotions were high. The race for the necessary Monday pick-me-up snack was an interesting one. Here's some highlights from the campaign trail. Skittles are a typical go-to for an easy snack, and Helena's pleasant demeanor easily won over many voters. Her bright outlook and presentation of convenience won over the 8- to 16-year-old demographic. Save the rainbow was Helena's slogan. Helena's final tally was 17 votes. Great work, Helena. Your team is proud of you. The underdog, Broccoli, wasn't expected to do as well as it did, but Joey did an excellent job of reminding us all that nutrition is vital to our overall mental and physical health. Joey specifically targeted the health fanatics, nurses, and guinea pigs as the key demographic to his platform. Go broccoli or go home. That was Joey's slogan. Go broccoli or go home. And Olivia stated, well, she'd rather go home, thus proving that he did not do well with voters like her. Broccoli as a healthy alternative to beat the blah received 23 votes. Excellent work, Joey. Your public speaking skills improved through your campaigning. Your team hopes that you'll continue to advocate for healthier options and alternatives. The natural choice to save the day on a Monday. The favorite pairing to a hot cup of coffee or tea. The hot ticket item that is always a beacon of hope. The incumbent donut. And jo- John's slogan was, Go Nuts for Donuts. Donuts for Donuts. And it won, and it will be purchased for our Monday after they return from a nice extended break. Good job, guys. Soft-spoken John gained the confidence through continued presentation of his platform. Donuts go great with coffee and goes great with the mornings, and it goes great with you. He persevered until the end. In-person voting slash tallying helped to bring the final vote count up to 35 total votes. John's target demographics was the ever-tired, bags under the eyes, stack of ungraded papers on the desk teachers and co-teachers. If you were able to cast your vote in our mock election, a great heartfelt thank you from all of us in room 203. Mrs. McCoo's fifth grade class recently read the book Peter Nimble and His Fantastic Eye. They loved this book so much they thought it'd be a great idea to create a trailer using iMovie. So let's hear a couple of those. First we'll hear from Cheyenne, and then we'll hear from Elijah. And I think you will agree that these guys are going to be future podcasters on the OSSB podcast team. Magic Unicorn Studio. 
There was a boy who was blind. Uh, There's a picture of Peter a picture as a baby. As a baby. Learning how learning to pick how to pick locks, and he dis and he discovers a magic box with onyx with eyes. onyx eyes and emerald eyes and gold. A kingdom. A kingdom. Uh, Peter must Peter must save the princess named Princess Pig. With more pictures of Peter Nimble, find out more about him. Good job, Shy. That sounds good, Peter Nimble. You don't want to miss that book. Nice job on your movies, guys. Hit it. Starting three, two, one. Tales of Adventure Studios presents Once Upon a Time There was a boy named Peter Nimble who dreamed of not being a thief. Until one day he discovers a box. And inside the box, there were eyes. Great power. He took the box with him to his captor. And later on, he meets a hybrid of horse, cat, human, and his name was Sir Toad. And this adventure shall continue. Read, read the full books now. At OSSB library read now very good are you ready to buy some ossb decorations jenna is going to talk about what's available here at ossb mr grimm and all our graphic students are working on some very exciting things for the holidays one thing we're selling are cutting boards for nine dollars you can order these cutting boards with an engraving on them. We have sample cutting board with an engraved holiday recipe on them. Some other things we're selling are acrylic Christmas tree cutouts for $22, holiday mugs for $7, blue ceramic happy holiday stars, with snowflakes for $4.50, ceramic OSSB braille writers for $4.50, silver trees with two inch metal inserts for $4.50, and we also have some other ornaments that are also $4.50. We are also selling some glass blocks with engravings and Christmas lights inside them, and also some small decorative glasses with engraving. For the acrylic engravings, we are doing Christmas trees, snowman, and Christmas houses. 
All of our holiday items are displayed in the Panther's Den or at the front desk at our school. Please order any items you would like as soon as possible because suppliers run out quickly. The link to the order form is provided in this podcast. Or you can also contact Mr. Graham at sgram at osdb.oh.gov. Please order anything you would like. Happy holidays. Earlier, Jenna interviewed Miss LaQuisha, and we heard what was going on in cheerleading. Now let's go listen in on the OSSB wrestling team and hear what it's like for them to work on shooting and takedowns. Catch a wind. This time, twos are going to shoot. Twos are shooting. 45 seconds. Okay, if your head's on the inside, how many legs you get? And quick. Thank you. That was quick. If your head's on the outside, how many legs you getting? All right. Inside single, outside double. Twos are shooting. Ready? Stay low. Keep your back straight. Keep your head up. Don't look at the mat. Look at your opponent in the face. Get your shot. Back up and shuffling. Don't pick those feet up. Shuffle, circle. Inside control. Inside control. Don't reach outside of his arms. Reach inside. Get in there. Get in there. Wrong knee. Knee on the ground goes between the legs. The other one goes around. There we go. All right, good. Now, back to ones. We're going to finish this time. Heads on the inside. Which one are we getting, single or double? Single. There we go. Heads on the outside. Other than Garrett, what is it? Outside is double. Inside is one. Thank you, Gage. Okay, this time it is ones, right? Ones and you're trying to take it to the mat. Yeah, you're going to the mat. And once you get to the mat, you're back up to the feet and doing it again. Okay, once you get the takedown... Now, when do you, do you get a takedown as soon as he is on the mat? No, you do not, right? You get a takedown when he's on the mat and you get behind him and you have control. You don't get those two points until you get that control. So take him down, get behind, then back to your feet. Okay? So as soon as he gets behind you, bottom man, you got to pop up. Okay, everyone. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the OSSB podcast, November edition. I do want to apologize that it came out a couple of days late, but we had a lot of things going on at the School for the Blind and at the Kelly Manor, and things got in late, so things got out a couple of days late. But we're going to close this one out with a couple of treats for you, a little radio theater stories that the kids put together. The first one is by Miss Perano's class, Lyric, Javen, and Micaiah, and this is about a crazy Thanksgiving turkey. And... Um, He's going to be up to all kind of adventures. And the next one is a holiday story by Mrs. Riggs' class. So we hope you enjoy that and look forward to getting back with you here at the end of December. Bill lives in a small treehouse by himself. He lives in Columbus, Ohio in the city. Bill likes to dance and he's very funny. He does mischievous things. He swims in public ponds. This is November, which means Thanksgiving time.
We love to eat our turkey on Thanksgiving. Bill is a little stressed out about this. Bill is going to disguise himself so he does not end up on a platter. So let's meet Detective Bill. Bill has a mustache, an overcoat, and a fedora. No one can possibly think Bill was a turkey anymore. Bill has low vision and has to use a magnifying glass. He sets out to find and save his turkey friends. They live on Turkey Mountain outside of the city. He is going to fly his UFO to find his friends. He accidentally abducts some cows and lands on the moon. Realizing his mistake, Bill decides to change Thanksgiving for good. He returned to Earth. He beamed down cows to everyone who ate turkey for Thanksgiving dinner. Bill also cooked the beef before beaming it down. It was so good that no one wanted to eat turkey again. This day was renamed Bill's Giving. One morning, Cassidy and Lana were baking cookies for their grandmother when suddenly an elf crashes through the window and lands on a toy car that goes flying into the TV and the elf falls on Nala the cat. Ouch! Cassidy and Lana begin to scream. Who are you? How did you get here? Says Cassidy. I'm coming in I was flying around trying to find the flower fairies so they can make the flowers bloom. When I looked down and saw the evil Dr. Brooke digging up the newly planted flowers, that's when I slammed into a flying pig, or at least I thought it was, and crashed through your window. Loud footsteps come stomping down the stairs. What's going on down here? Barks Lillian. What happened to the TV? We were making cookies when the elf crashed through the window. It's not my fault. I thought I had a flying pig. A flying pig? Really? Hello? It was Janita, their mother, asking them to bring the cookies to the grandmother's house. Clean up the mess carefully. I can help with that, said Timmy the elf. He claps his hands and everything is magically fixed. Just in time, the cookies are ready, says Lana. Let's pack up these cookies and get them to Grandma's house. Can I come too? Said Timmy the elf with excitement. Sure, you can come. 
and they all leave to start their journey to Grandma's house. We are going to Walking through the magical forest when they see the evil Dr. Brooke still dipping up flowers. Hey, yelled Timmy, but the evil Dr. Brooke said, No, and if you try to stop me, I'll make you disappear and trap you into the forest forever. <laughs> Timmy snapped his fingers and froze evil Dr. Brooke so she could not move. You better hurry and get out of here. Before she unfreezes. We only have five minutes! The group started running away. <sighs> I think we can walk now. I don't hear anyone behind us, said Lana. The train station should be just ahead. getting closer. The train stopped and they all got on board. All aboard! The train is leaving the station. slowly pulls away from the station, Cassidy suddenly realizes they forgot to buy tickets. Tickets, tickets, please, says the conductor as she approaches the kids and Timmy the magical elf. Oh no, we don't have any tickets. What are we going to do? Can you make some magic tickets? Lillian asks Timmy the elf. I can only do magic tickets. I have some extra tickets if you want them says Aiden with a sarcastic grin. Thank you, replied Lana as she took the tickets to give to the train conductor. Hey, so where are you guys going? We're taking these delicious cookies to our grandmother's house. My grandmother knows your grandmother and I'm going there too. You know what, Mario, can you send you before? I don't think so, I just have one of those faces. What kind of cookies do you have there? Sugar cookies. Why are you changing the subject? Uh, I can't help it. This cookie just smells so good. I wish I could have one. Therefore, Grandma, you can't have any, replied Lana. The train wheels started to squeak loudly as the train stopped quickly. get off the train here. The girls and Timmy the elf get off the train and start walking, but they don't know Aiden is following them. The wind is cold, said Lillian. Oh, it's starting to rain. I think a storm is coming. 
said Lana. Aiden appears out of nowhere. Um, my house is just up ahead. You can wait there until the storm is over. Are you sure we should trust him? Well, he did give us train tickets, said Lillian. I have to go to the bathroom, interrupts Lana. I have a bathroom you can use in my house. So they follow Aiden to his house and go inside. <laughs> When the kids got inside, he said, Give me those cookies. He takes the cookies and locks the kids in the closet. Let us out of here. Hi, I know this. It's dark in here. And I still have to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. Go get out of here. You're never going to get out until I say you are. Ho, 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 ho. Use your magic, Timmy. Your magic won't work. My house is magic proof. I can use my simple magical flower. Can open anything. Use it! Use it! Hurry up! I need to go to the bathroom now! I am sure you want me to use it. Yes! Get us out of here! The doors burst open. No! Yells Aiden as the magical winds blow him out of the room. Bathroom, please. After Lana finally goes to the bathroom, the kids and Timmy the magical elf get ready to leave the house and go to Grandma's. Where did he go? He disappeared. Forget about him. Let's just get out of here. Yells Lana. The kids run out of the front door towards their grandmother's house. Just as they were about to reach the place where Grandma lives, they heard something following behind them. What is that? It sounds like a monster, Lana says. The sound gets closer and closer, so the kids begin to run and hide. Lana and Timmy hide in a bush, while Cassidy and Lillian start to climb a tree. Hey, let's climb up in that tree so it can't eat us! Oh no! Here it comes! The bushes begin to rustle. And out came a little dog. Oh, how you says Timmy the elf. Can we keep him? says Lana. No, says Lillian. I don't trust him. He could be dangerous. <laughs> the dog. Actually, I'm Aiden. I tricked you. <laughs> Let's get out of here. This guy's everywhere. The kids and Timmy run towards their grandmother's house. When they get to the door, they bounce off and fly backwards. 
The whole house was stuck inside a giant bubble. Timmy, help us! We can't get inside and Aiden is catching up! Fee, fi, fo, thumb. I smell scared little girls that should have given me those cookies. I had the chance. Timmy, help us! Timmy uses his final bit of magic to pop the bubble around the house, which covers Aiden in a soapy mess and causes his magic not to work. No! Look what you've done! The kids run inside and lock the door. They were greeted by their parents and grandmother. They begin to tell them what happened. When Cassidy looked out the window, she sees Aiden being picked up in a helicopter by the evil Dr. Brooke. So long, losers. I'll get you next time if that's the last thing I do. He yelled as the helicopter flew away. Now that the kids were safe, they enjoyed their delicious sugar cookies with their family and lived happily ever after. Or did they? This concludes another episode of the LSSB Podcast. Thank you all for listening. We look forward to seeing you next month. Until then, Go Panthers! Panthers!